0: hello you guys and welcome back to the fake it till you make it podcast with me keely mcgrath um i decided last night to put up a poll on my story or multiple polls if you've seen it i'm sure loads of people are going to come from instagram to listen to the specific podcast to get some inside juice um but i put up a few polls and it was all got to do with the topic of being bored in your relationship like how bored is too bored is being bored even okay should you be bored if you're in love with the person um and the response was mad literally hundreds of you were after responding answering the polls um i think some of the polls hit a thousand people or more responding to it so that's just crazy and i'm so happy that i have that kind of there was like realistic numbers to be working with and talking about today loads of people did message me following the polls being like i wonder what your boyfriend's saying about this like how is your boyfriend acting and like things like that but i wasn't actually specifically talking about me and jamie I was actually going to come on today and do a podcast on um like how to get out of the bored stage in a relationship because I've been with Jamie for four years and the board stage isn't necessarily a bad stage like we live together it can get very mundane you can be doing the same thing every day and you need to just spice things up and I was just kind of seeing if other people kind of felt the same or if other people were open to admit that they have boredom stages because I don't think that any couple doesn't go if you're with someone long enough I don't think it's possible to not go through a bored stage. And by bored, I just mean comfortable. So loads of people thought this was like a direct attack at Jamie with the um, with the questions I was putting up. But it actually wasn't. I was genuinely curious about how other people felt about it, and then I wanted to see maybe stuff I disagreed with had put it up. and I was like, do you agree or disagree with this, or if I did agree with it, and just things like that. Um. So I'm gonna do kind of a blind reaction today. So I've actually seen lots of the answers come in when I put up suggestions, but I'm gonna go into the polls now. I haven't looked at them since last night, and last night is when I seen. Um, that there was hundreds of people answering them, so I'm gonna go straight on some now. I'm gonna call out the poll that I did. I'm gonna speak about it bit by bit, and you know this is the fake to make a podcast, and I do want to be as honest as possible. I honestly, like, I don't want to be coming on here and being like, if you are madly in love with someone, not a day goes by where you like hate them or dislike them, like you know you're normal you're human um it's exactly my friends like some days you get tired of your friends and you just need space in them especially if you're living with your partner you need space sometimes but that's so healthy to be able to communicate and people were texting me last night being like geez what's your boyfriend thinking you posting these I was like me and Jay were able to sit down have an adult conversation I'm 24 now he's 26 um and we're able to just discuss things I'm able to say to him here look like I'm bored of us sitting down every evening watching the same shows on tv and he's able to say Keely look I'm bored of you doing this this and this like we're able to communicate those things to each other and we're not able to feel hurt when we say it to each other obviously at the start we were hurt but we've definitely like grown a lot in this relationship so I'm totally okay with speaking about stuff like this and Jamie knows I'm literally like a relationship counsellor sometimes I'm like and then why do you feel that way and what is this <laughs> and where does this come from where is this issue rooted to and is there any underlying feelings with this like I will literally go on and on and on so anyways, not to ramble with yourselves, but I'm just going to open up the polls. I think they're so interesting um, and I can't wait to actually see the results, but I am going to like live, like I'm going to literally look at it like blind reaction and just see what it is and discuss. And you're going to hear my own opinions. um, Obviously, like I said, some of these are already my opinions and some of them aren't. I'm going to be kind of talking about both sides. And I'm so happy that so many of you replied because it's not just me and my opinion, it's hundreds of your opinions. So I'm really excited to get into it. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Um, I think it'll still be called, like, something about the boredom stage or the, you know, the comfort stage in a relationship, but anyways, let's just get down to it. I know you're waiting for the juice on this one, so let's just do it. Okay, question number one was, have you ever gotten bored in a relationship and ended up breaking up with them due to this? So the reason I asked this question is because, like I said, I wanted to see if people were open to talking about the boredom stage in a relationship. I was actually gonna come on and just give advice on how I would have gotten out of like the comfort zone and how it's so easy to kind of fall into that little comfort zone, little rut um, situation and how you can either figure out if it's always going to be a rut or if you need to figure out like, okay, we're just in a shit situation at the moment, but let's work on this. Um, so I went to see if other people had gone through that before. So that's why I asked this poll. Um, and then I said, has it ever been a reason for you to break up with the person? So that was the specific question. Have you ever been born in a relationship and ended up breaking up with the person due to this? and 47% of people said they have and they've broken up with the person due to this and 53 said no which is kind of crazy because I don't I don't know if I ever would break up with someone just because I was bored well I suppose if it was a continuous boredom I definitely would but I would always try to like fix the problem and see what's going on like geez, if me and Jamie were going to break up because we were bored, we probably would have done that when he moved to Canada. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we would have just been broken up a long time ago because like I said, days get mundane. Like it just gets really tiring and boring and it couldn't, and it's not necessarily just your relationship that's boring. It could just be your life is really boring at the moment and nothing exciting is happening. So it's easy to kind of just get bored and comfortable and you know what, you're not really doing your first dates anymore and it's easy to get into that rust. But I'm surprised that 47% of people said that they got bored of someone and broke up. So maybe you do need my tips after all, because that is a high percentage of people just to break up with someone. Um, But I'm gonna move on to the next one because that one is just kind of a basic one. Um the next one was have you ever been bored in a relationship but found ways to fix it and make the relationship work? And that's literally what I do. Um and that's what Jamie does, and that's what my friends would usually do. Um and that's what most people that are in kind of mature relationships, I do hope, do. I feel like if you are in a mature relationship and you do have a lot of respect for the person a lot of love for the person and the two of you are in like a mutually respected relationship and you do have those boundaries and you know literally respect for each other um then you are going to find ways to do it and i'm happy that 76% of people said that yes fixing it is better but 24% of people still said no i just end things and that was so interesting to me i was like okay like are 24% of people just running away from their problems and i'm going to click into the numbers so 1189 people said that they'd fix it and 376 people said that they would know they just end it so like what's going on with the 376 people that they would just walk away from the, the relationship instead of trying to fix it is it that the relationship is sorry excuse me I'm burping I just had a kind of coke is it that the relationship is like really fresh and if it's boring at the start you kind of get the ick and and I totally get that because if i was ever like bored of about uh, not just jamie but in like past relationships if i ever was bored of someone at the very start like that's when you're supposed to be like you know butterflies in the stomach like toes curling and really really giddy around them the whole time so if you are bored of them like in the first i'm going to say like six eight months if you are bored of them then i do think that that is maybe something to consider walking away because i don't think you should be bored of someone that soon now Correct me if I'm wrong maybe someone else moves on a lot quicker in their relationships and they are able to get bored but I would think if you're getting bored of someone at least in the first six months then maybe that relationship won't work. I think it took me like three years for me and Jamie to get into any kind of a boredom rut or two years even like not even boredom like I said just like Different, like maybe like a month or two in our in our whole relationship, we're like, oh god, we haven't really been like connecting this month or like doing anything interesting and like is this how it's always it's gonna be? And you're kinda questioning it, but that's so healthy, like you're allowed to question it. As long as you're working on it, that's fine. So yeah, I'm interested to know what the 24% what their reason is for not wanting to fix it. Is the relationship not worth it? Is it just that it's like too premature of a relationship? Um, and I totally get that. I don't really have a solution for you just now. I feel like if anyone is listening to this in the Area on the board stage, definitely try to fix it. I just think that talking things out and fixing things is definitely the answer. Um, but I do get it if that you're like in such a new relationship and it's boring, like just walk away. Or maybe if you've tried so many times to fix it and like you've given hints and you've given them examples and they're still not changing, then yeah, I get that. I get that that's why you'd want to leave. Okay, so the next poll was do you think being in love with somebody means you can never get bored of them and this was the question that was like a burning thought because i was sitting down with jamie and i was like and i asked i asked him to do this poll as well i was like can you go and answer that (laughs) but he actually said that he he would disagree with that statement that he does think you can be in love with someone and get bored and it's not that you're bored of like their personality or anything it's just like i said you're bored of the situation you're bored of doing the same thing every day so 72 percent of people um would disagree they they were saying that you can basically get bored of someone and still love them but 28% of people said no you can't love somebody and get bored of them so that's crazy I want to know 28% of people so let's see how many numbers that is one second now I'm just skipping it <laughs> so 564 people think that you to be in love with someone you can never be bored of them and that is wild what kind of love juice are you sipping is that love real like is there a love out there well 564 people <laughs> seem to think so but is there a love out there where you never get bored of the person like that just seems chaotic to me i i get bored of not being bored because sometimes you like kind of being bored sometimes you like the no pressure of having to have a date lined up and like sometimes it's nice for a few days or even a week if you're having a really busy week to like be in that kind of rust stage but obviously when it gets too much you want to get out of it but I think it's crazy The 564 people said that you can't love somebody and be bored of them at the same time. What? Okay. Strongly disagree on that one. And just for the simple reason that maybe you are answering... Okay. If the people that are answering are someone that is in like fresh relationships, young relationships, um, things like that, I just think that you you just haven't experienced yet. Because I feel like when I was in like my younger relationships, I was definitely never bored of them. I was usually chasing the guys. They were you know stupid people I probably shouldn't have been with but like I wouldn't wouldn't have been bored um whereas that Jamie's my longest relationship ever Um, I met Jamie when I was 19 we started going out when I was 20 I'm now 24 um like Jamie has been like my entire adult life which is kind of freaking crazy um so yeah it makes sense for the two of us are growing as two separate individuals so it makes sense for moments in our life to be a little bit boring and being like oh I don't really know if like this is enough adventure here and there so I think it's crazy for someone to say well for 564 people to say that you can't be in love with someone and get bored of them from time to time that is crazy to me I'm gonna like pop more um question boxes on my story when this podcast airs and like see what you think after I've kind of broke it down but especially because I live with Jamie I think it's really easy to like like we used to work together as well so we used to work together go to work together come home together sit down and have our dinner he'd go to basketball training i'd probably be watching youtube or editing videos we'd come home he'd stick on the tv and the two of us would watch the tv then we'd go down to bed and we'd fall asleep and that was like the five nights of the week when we were working there was no like there's no nothing in between because the two of us were wrecked like i was wrecked because i was working and i was basically working again on social media he was wrecked because he was working and he was doing basketball and you know on the weekends then we were you know we were planning things with our friends with each other with our families with I've got friends in loads of different counties my friends um one of my best friend groups live in Galway some of the girls I went to college with then are here in Limerick my home town friends are in tips so like every month I used to be stretched out trying to meet up with all four groups and like f- f- like two groups that are friends the wo- two groups that are friends at a county one group that are friends that's in the county My make plans with my boyfriend making plans with my family there is lots of different things to make up with, so it's hard to like get everything in so that's why you need a little bit of a routine but I'm going to move on from that one I'm just literally shocked that 564 people think that you can't get bored of someone that you're in love with like I'm happy that 1457 people agreed with me and they agree that you can get bored of someone because guys that's so natural and like I said, loads of people were texting and they were like, oh my God, what does your boyfriend think? But my boyfriend doesn't think shit because he gets fucking bored of me. Like he gets sick of my shit. He gets sick of me, like not wanting to put some energy in. Like, you know, like if you're girls, if you're tired and you're wrecked and you just don't want to be kissing and cuddling at night time sometimes. Like, you know, you get bored of that and you have discussions about it and then it's, everything's fine. Um, but these are just things that don't people have to deal with. And I just think anyone saying that you don't get bored of someone that you love is just crazy. I get bored of my best friends the whole time my social meter drops I don't want to speak to some people sometimes (laughs) I turn totally introvert but anyways we will move on because I've been talking a long time on that one I was just shocked by that okay so the next one is are you currently oh sorry are you currently in a relationship with somebody and in the board stage um so I'm not in the board stage with Jamie at the moment like I said we are very good at communicating if there's something going on with the two of us and we're not really feeling like one of us has given enough effort if I don't think he's given enough effort and he's kind of you know, pushing me to the side if he doesn't think I'm giving him enough effort or I'm not spending enough time with him or maybe I'm making too many plans with, like my friends and not including him or maybe he's doing the exact same to me like if that's ever happening and either of us feel excluded or we feel like we're being kind of like the eye is being turned over us and we're not really being we're being a bit neglected in the relationship but the two of us just sit down and talk like we'll never let something like annoy us um and I think it's because we are together so long and like we used to have those stupid toxic fights when we were first together and like that was just a bit stupid like literally it was just stupid like um and it's because I had lots of insecurities myself like obviously I'd been with people that were just fucked me over before so I projected lots of that on Jamie we had massive fights um and you know it was just a crazy time like I don't know how he dealt with me I was literally a raging fucking psychopath so as calm as I sound now being like yeah me and Jamie just talk everything out like trust me I was a fucking psychopath and I can still be so crazy I can be crazy but not as crazy as I used to be I can get like hot-headed in the moment and I can be like just leave the room you're fucking wrecking my head just leave the room and like he might have done nothing wrong like (laughs) but he can get annoyed at me too but we're able to like come back from the situation like five minutes later I think in the past two or three years we haven't been angry at each other for more than like an hour which is really good and really healthy I think um so yeah are you currently in a relationship with somebody and in the board stage my answer is no and 81% of you said that your answer is also no which is brilliant but there is a 19% of people that said yes and that 19% ended up being 357 people so if any of those people are listening to this podcast right now um do exactly what I've just been telling you to do if you are in the board stage at the moment um sit down talk and see what it is you need to do i'm going to come in with some tips right now So what I do with me and Jamie are going to your board stage is like I said we sit down and we see what's going on so it mightn't be okay obviously the number one board thing is that like I said you come home every evening this is if you live together now as well I'll do something that's not living together in a sec but you come home every evening after work you sit down you have your dinner you have a little bit of small talk and then you watch some tv and then you go to bed and you're wrecked and you do the exact same thing tomorrow and you do that all the way from Monday to Friday and that can really get you into a board stage. So if that's what's kind of happening, maybe do something where the two of you can agree to cook dinner together. You can have something different. Um, and I know that might sound silly, but like agreeing to have a little different dinner together and kind of talk about it or like have a no phones night or like, watch a movie instead of watching like a Netflix TV series because I feel like sometimes me and Jamie like we would be sitting down watching series and the episodes going on and on. but then if we're like oh do you want to watch a movie instead and we can like cuddle up on the couch we make some popcorn we watch a movie and I feel like that's more of a quality time even though the two of us are still relaxing because people do need a mental break like you know if you are working a long day shift you don't really want to sometimes you don't want to come home and chat all day and that's so fine so like to chill out and said we'll sit down and watch a movie together we'll cuddle up we've got the recliners out we'll push in we'll get a little blanket We'll get some um, popcorn, we'll sit down and we'll just watch the movie. We'll, we, we won't be on our phones when we're watching that. Um, and that's just better than maybe the previous night when we sat down, we sat on the couches eating our dinner, we watched a Netflix series and episode after episode after episode, we didn't really speak to each other. He was scrolling on his phone, I was scrolling on my phone and there was no communication. So like, that's something you can do. You can just sit down and agree to watch a movie. You can go for a walk. Sometimes me and Jamie go for a drive. Um, or sometimes we just plan something. We're like, okay, this week has been a bit of a crazy busy week for us and work we're not really paying each other much attention but how about on friday we go to the cinema or how about on friday we like go um on a walk or something like that like we just plan something small and it's something to look forward to as well so making little plans changing the scenery as well and the change of scenery can literally just be watching a movie instead of watching a tv series it can be two of you sitting on one couch instead of the two of you having your own couches um it could mean that you go to bed an hour earlier so that you've got more time in the bedroom um and it could just mean putting your phones away for an hour because phones are literally a killer and it just means chatting like sometimes I force Jamie to like sit down and have three topics to talk to you about and he hates it like we go out for dinner I'm like okay you need to come but you need to have three topics to talk about and he's like what he literally hates it he's like no Keely we're just gonna naturally talk and I'm like no because sometimes we run out of things to say <laughs> which is fine because we live together like we wake up in the morning in the same house we've been living t- with each other for over two years um we were recently we were working in the same job we met in the same job we met in JD sports and then we both worked um in a call center for a phone company and I literally left that job like seven months ago and now Jamie is working from home and I'm working from home so we may as well be working together all over again so we know everything about our lives if he is not news he tells me it straight away if I've got news I tell it to him straight away god I hope I'm not talking too fast I realize I'm really excited about this topic and I just love where it's going um but sometimes it's hard to like get a conversation out when we are when we do go for dinner when we do spend time with each other like you're kind of like oh god what do I say, um, and I know that might sound so stupid but like sometimes you literally have told them everything like what else can I possibly say do I talk with the waiter do I talk with the waitress you can only talk about the food for so long so sometimes I tell him to prepare three topics and it's a little bit awkward because sometimes you don't want to talk about three topics but sometimes it kind of helps like if you just bring up a loud harder thing or like oh did you see this on the news and we can kind of discuss it it sounds so boring but it works sometimes sometimes it doesn't work and we just go off top and we talk about other things which is perfect but it helps when you are kind of stuck for conversation and you just don't really know what else to talk about as long as it's not going to be something you debate about um but sorry that was for the 19% of people that said that they are currently in the board stage they're just little things I do if you don't live with them like I said just do the exact same thing I was saying plan little dates to work your way like up to say that you're going to do something the weekend it doesn't always have to be hotel stays and fancy this and fancy that It can literally just be spending time with each other, going for a drive, getting a takeaway, sitting in and just having a chat, bring up your topics, conversation. You know, there's loads of different options for you. Okay, I'm going to go on to the next one. So what do you do when you hit that boring stage in a relationship? And then I said only answer if you've gotten to that boring stage. So there is literally hundreds of replies, but I'm just going to scroll through and pick a few. Um... Okay, so do the things we used to do at the start. It brings the spark back, and the little things count. And I actually think that that is so cute. Um, I definitely do think, and everyone knows this, at the start of a relationship, you're trying to woo them. You're trying to do loads of these different things because you like you can't get your hands off each other, and you're mad about each other. It's like this new thing. It's this new like chemistry, and it's this new like attraction, and you're so attracted to them like in every single way. Like you're attracted to their personality, their attitude, their looks, everything um and having that like you know when that kind of goes away you're like oh god and sometimes people do have like the thought of should I be like single single again and things like that but we'll get to that in a minute um but it is important to like do the things you did at the start at the very start what were you doing were you meeting up maybe four nights a week if you didn't live together were you meeting up twice a week were you having movie nights Were you going to the cinema were you going out on dates were you having drinks with your friends, where you're doing all these cute little things that maybe you don't do so much now because you're settled and you're cozy and you're comfortable. Um, and it's nice to reintroduce stuff like that back into your life. So I actually love that point. I'm just going to read a few of them now and come back to you. Okay, so the next one then is try something adventurous to break that board cycle. And that's something definitely that you can do. I did realise as well a lot of the time in the relationship me and Jamie have got two different love languages and it's really important to like notice your partner's love language. And the reason I was getting bored is cause Jamie's, like not just me who's getting bored, like me and Jamie have both been bored in a relationship at some point. But the reason I might've been getting bored is because my love language is like um, spontaneous things. It's someone coming home and say, get ready right now, we're going out for dinner even though I would have freaking meltdown if he came walk- into the door right now and he was like get ready we're going out for dinner I'd be like my hair is greasy I have no tan I have no time for makeup I have nothing to wear I would freak out but I just love the idea of that like being kind of swept off your feet and being or like when they like give you your credit card in movies and they're like buy us something nice to wear tonight I'm like oh like that just tickles me um it's like my love language would be like flowers it's not materialistic I'm not trying to say materialistic but I just like um, I kind of like grand gestures in a way and it doesn't have to be something that you pay for it could literally be he comes home and he's like you feed up um, put on your favorite movie you can watch the notebook I'll cook the dinner like you know something small like that or I'm gonna run you a bath something that's kind of like I didn't ask you to do that but that's something that's so nice for you to do and I didn't have to hint at it 20 hundred times Um, so that's my love language that's something I really appreciate and I really value in a relationship is that kind of you know like chivalry um, I'll say like I kind of like the man being in charge, but then Jamie's love language is very much chill. Like he really likes to just sit down. He does actually like his spending time with me. He actually thinks spending time counts as us sitting on the couch watching Netflix together. Like I'm like we never spend time together. He's like we're with each other every day. I'm like it doesn't count. And I think it doesn't count for a lot of us girls. But for guys, they're like yeah I was with her. Like you know we were chatting. Um. But they sometimes don't realize the value of what we like. But we need to also understand the value of what they like and my boyfriend particularly, he likes sitting down, he likes watching TV, he likes um, the two of us maybe cooking a dinner, sitting down, watching TV, maybe going for a walk and Jamie likes sports and exercise and that was something I never wanted to do, like I never was like oh my god let's go for a hike or anything but I realised that's Jamie's love language so I can't really be demanding, not demanding, but I can't really be asking my, bar- my my boyfriend, my partner to be like surprising me with chocolates and dates and all this kind of stuff if I wasn't even doing the things he was interested in. And the things that he was interested in would have been, um, like, let's go for a walk. Let's go for a hike. Let's go for a swim. Let's like, you know, he likes activities and outdoors. Now I still haven't done it, but I have offered to take him on a hike. We did go on a a walk up in Arhelo, in Arhelo Woods in Tipperary. That's where I'm from. So we actually did go up a walk up there and he was surprised that I wanted to do it. But I was like, no, I know you like this. And I do go to his basketball games and things like that. Um... And that wouldn't have been something I was like majorly interested in. But like I have to appreciate that that's what he enjoys. So I can't just ask for everything that I enjoy. And then him not getting anything. Because that would lead to him being bored of him just doing what I want the whole time. So just a little bit of compromise. So that could be like your little sense of adventure. Is just doing something that the other person likes as well. And like girls like if your fella's a, a gamer. Like maybe just sit down and try to play a game with him or something. Like you know maybe host a little game at night for him and his friends. I know that might sound so weird. But like something like that we're not the only ones who need to be impressed in a relationship you gotta impress the guy too and like I think a lot of girls do think that the men should be coming home with the flowers and they should be bringing us out in the States we should be doing things for them too like they deserve it just as much as we deserve it like equal freaking rights yo um we're all feminists here but yeah I genuinely think that men deserve it too like I love going into a shop and surprising Jamie and like buying him something nice um and I obviously love it when he does that for me too but you know they deserve to be treated like, and spoiled as equally as they we want them to spoil us, so like, do it for them, anyways. I'm moving on to the next one. Um, so plan new activities together, we just spoke about that basically. Um, discuss it with the other person and work it out together. They might feel the same, yeah. That's a really good one. Like I said, everything is that opening up, being honest, communicating. There's absolutely no point in you having these feelings and letting them rot away inside you and not speaking to them because they might be sitting there and they might be putting up a front and they might be equally as bored of your shit as you are of theirs so what if it happens if the two of you just talk and the two of you do something different like me and Jamie have hosted like a game night with um we've got mutual friends like that are like male or female like I'll be friends with the girls and he'll be friends with the guys and we had like a little game night and we brought them up it was drinking obviously like um but we had such a good night like and it's just nice to do things like that because you kind of feel closer to them as well because you're with their friends and they're with your friends and it just mingles and I just thought that that was a really nice thing to do. This came up a lot and it was introduce things to your sex life. Now I've got a whole specific thing on sex in a minute. Obviously I'm not going to be speaking about my sex life with Jamie. Like that doesn't have this kind of podcast. Um, maybe down the line but I don't think he would ever want me to speak about that. And that is totally fine because this is our relationship and I have to respect his boundaries as well. Um but I can speak about cheers, girls because <laughs> you're coming in here anonymous, but obviously sex is a massive thing in a relationship, we don't have to like, do you know, it's not like a taboo word where I'd speak about that, Um, and if there's a lack of sex in a relationship and a lack of intimacy, you're not going to want to be with that person, you're going to feel, you're going to start getting attracted to other people as well, like more, because you're going to be fucking horny, like and so will the guy, Um, literally like you'll give them blue balls or something, I'm not saying that you have to have sex with your partner the whole time if you don't want to have it don't have it honey like consent is the most important thing in the entire world and you don't ever feel like you have to like put yourself like don't ever feel like you have to have sex with someone to keep them interested not at all but find new ways to get yourself interested because it's so easy to not be interested when you're living the same everyday life and there's nothing different about your evenings it's so easy to not be interested in having sex but find new ways to interest you like you know figure out something else that you like or something else you can do or like another situation that you can be in or book a hotel or maybe like get a little bit freaky in the sitting room or something like that if you live alone like or if you don't live alone your parents are gone away for the weekend invite them over and like go to bed early there's loads of different things you can do to like make things attractive again and you if you actually want to you can put in that little bit of energy and I think it's fairly easy to get a man aroused anyway so that's just my thoughts on the issue But I won't speak too much about that one like I said Um, but I do think that's very important and, yeah, I just don't want anyone to think that I'm saying that you have to have continuous sex with your partner for them to be interested. Not at all. Your partner should love you for your personality and your energy and just being around them. But, obviously, sex is a very important part of every single relationship. And we're all very young. And I feel like sex isn't going to go out the window until we're, like, 60 or 70. And I know 60 or 70-year-olds still do it. So, even older. Um, so, yeah, it, it's not going to go out the window until then. So, like, if you are wanting to be with someone and intimacy is something that you're lacking try to find new ways for you to enjoy it so that they can enjoy it and you can enjoy it together anyways moving on this is a really long podcast but I'm literally loving it I feel like oh I just feel like I'm a freaking relationship guru no one, so not I said to Jamie last saw I was like do you think that could be a relationship <laughs> do you think it could be a relationship answer <laughs> and he was like no I was like okay <laughs> um okay we'll move on to the next one so talk about it with them, talk about it with them. Everyone is saying that. Always talk about it, we can fix it. Okay, I'm just going to stop this for two seconds. I'm going to read some and come back. Okay, the general gist of this is to talk to them, plan new things. Like this is, I was asking for advice on what you do when you get bored or what do you do. So plan fun things to do together to remember how much fun you can have together. And I think that one is so cute because a lot of the time when you are in that kind of stage, you're kind of like, God, they're not putting in the effort and it's all just kind of repetitive you can really forget like how much fun the two of you can have together and like how good it can be so it's really good to start reminding yourself of how much fun you do have with them and that just means by going back out on those dates again and reminding each other why you're together and like have the fun and have the laughs and have the shits and the giggles and do it by yourselves and you know nothing don't try to force anything but like genuinely put yourselves in situations where you are kind of letting loose a little bit and you are just having that bit of fun but one sad one is after coming in here um and I love the honesty girls like honest to god I literally love how honest you are and I love my platform for that I love how people can go on my Instagram and this reminds me of the boy talks I had for a while and we were, we were when I was giving out advice and stuff and I just love how you're all just so honest and you're so open to me and literally I just love that but someone said that um I said what do you do when you get bored and someone was very honest and they said become more distant and shy away from them and that's so sad that like that's like your reaction to it like I'm seeing loads of people obviously saying that they want to talk about it but it's not like an uncommon reaction I'm sure loads of people would have said the exact same thing they just might never wrote it into the box but it is something that people do do but if that's you yourself and you're someone that runs away from things and runs away from conflict and problems and stuff like that like you have to just tell yourself you'll never be able to find someone who you won't have problems with or you don't have to have these discussions with I promise you every single rela- every single happy relationship that you'll be in, you will have to have these grown up conversations, and you will have to sit down and sort out problems because at the end of the day, the person is worth it. Like it's so worth it to keep that relationship, um, glowing growing and blooming and keeping it healthy and healthy relationships means talking about things so if you are someone who runs away from it I would just advise the sooner the better like the sooner you start being able to talk about these things and opening up the happier you're going to be because if you're always chasing someone who if you're always leaving a relationship to chase something else and hoping that there's going to be no issues with this one you're not going to go far every single relationship is going to have to come down to having those grown-up conversations and talks and trying to work things out and you might hear stuff about you that you don't want to hear and you might have to say things some you don't want to say but as long as you're like coming from a respected place and you genuinely want to sort things out then it will work out for the best but I think that every every happy and healthy relationship is worth fighting for so try your best not to shy away from things because you're going to have the problems everywhere and otherwise you're just going to be really unhappy Unhappy. in my own experience anyways that's what I think um so yeah basically that's what a lot of it is there's loads of different things here, but I just don't want to, like we're already half an hour into this podcast. What the freaking hell? But I don't want to like take up too much time in this cause I know I've got a few other ones. But a few of you also did say um, that you can, you leave them alone for a few days and you give them space. And space is so important. Cause sometimes you can just be up on top of someone and you could just be getting on each other's nerves and ticking each other off. Um, me and Jamie are working from home at the, moment, uh, at the moment. And today I was dealing with like really stressful um, emails from work. And he was actually in the same room. I was just decided to be up in this room today and he was in the same room but he was on calls and he was just so loud and I literally was, I wanted to kill him and he wasn't doing anything wrong. He was just loud and I was in, I was stressed so I needed silence and I literally, when he was on his break and I was like, I need you to leave the room. I just need you to go somewhere else for a few minutes because I'm going to get cross, and I don't want to get cross. There's no reason for me to be mad at you but I just need space. And it's really important so I called it out when it's there because it would be so much worse if I was like, you're so fucking loud! And I'm like abused him sorry if anyone's right earphones and I just screamed in your ears but it would be so much worse like if you do go to that stage where you're just abusing someone and giving out to them um and it's easy to do that because I feel like a lot of a lot of people have got like this burning rage inside them or something I don't know what's wrong with us we're like the fucking craziest generation I've ever seen in my life but everyone has like this burning Karen inside them and this burning rage um but it is so important to be able to just be like look I need a little bit of space um like like I said Jamie goes off and he plays lots of different sports I go off and I do my like my social media is my happy place Jamie plays and um, basketball and golf and that's what he does like and he likes going away on a Sunday and playing golf for a few hours and clearing his head and I like sitting down and recording a podcast it's just and I like binging on YouTube and things like that and just chilling with my friends or just being by myself in the room listening to the Amazon rainforest rain and just lying there and taking a nap like giving people space is really important. And sometimes if you are in that situation where it is getting a bit awkward and you are getting a bit bored, sometimes it's good to not press so hard and kind of give them that little bit of space and step back a little bit, kind of make them see what they're missing. But also you can kind of evaluate like, am I doing everything right here? Am I? Could I be doing something a little bit better? And it's really important to reflect on all that. But girls, there's actually hundreds, there's hundreds of answers here, but I genuinely can't go into them all. But I think I've kind of touched on a lot of them. So I'm going to go into the next question then. So the next question is, do you think it's possible to bring a spark back to a relationship once it's been dimmed, i.e. once it gets boring or repetitive? And I'm really happy that 89% of people said you can bring a spark back to a relationship and that is so true from what I've experienced. Obviously, if you've been trying and trying and trying and, you know, it's never kind of came back if the spark was there at the start and you've been trying and it's just never came back maybe for months or even years, then I don't think, I don't think it's going to come back at that stage, I think at that stage it's gone, but if it's something where it's nearly always there, and then it can go, like it can be a few months, say like it's always there, and then it goes two months, and the spark is gone, then you work on it, and it comes back, and then maybe a few months later, it's all good, and then it can kind of go again, I feel like that's kind of healthy and natural, not for a long period of time, um, but like a few weeks where you're kind of not, you know, when the spark isn't really there anymore, you can be kind of getting at each other's throats, and you can be just kind of like moody at each other, and stuff like that I do think is very natural so I'm happy that 89% of people said that you can get it back um but 11% of people said that it's gone forever that makes me so sad but like I said sometimes it is gone forever and sometimes you do need to face up to that like sometimes you need to be like okay is it one-sided is your effort one-sided are you the only one putting in the effort are they the only one putting in the effort and are you just not interested anymore but you did not want to say to them um and it can go both ways you know there's lots of girls out there who have actually texted me as well saying that like they Don't know if they're fully interested in their partner anymore, and their partner is trying so hard, and their partner is begging them to be like, What's wrong? and they don't want to say it because they don't want to be interested in them. Um, but honestly, it's the best policy if you genuinely think that you're not interested in your partner anymore and you don't think it's going to work out anymore, then just say it. It's better to do that and then leave them on. But if you are interested in them and you're just like, Okay, I want to work on things, and if they want to work on it too, then good, the two of you work on it together. But if it is one sided, and if that's what the 11% is referring to, then yeah. I get it. Sometimes the spark is gone forever, which is really sad um, to think about. But I'm happy that 1,658 of you said that you can get the spark back because I truly believe you can. (laughs) Um, The next question is, if you're currently in a relationship, answer honestly. Can you picture yourself without that person? And then I said, I'm not talking about wanting to break up with them, but just being able to see a future without that person in case things don't work out this is the one where everyone replied to me being like oh you and your boyfriend are gonna have a fight (laughs) wonder what your boyfriend is saying and it's funny because this is the one where we um answer differently on we actually answer completely different on this poll so 71% of people said they can't picture their life without their partner and 29% of people said that they can and I was one of the 29 um Jamie said he can picture his life without me and I said that I can and I'm not saying that I can um it's not it's not that I sit down I'm like oh my god like I want to break up with Jamie and I'm gonna have this amazing life, it's not. I just think I'm a bit of a realist and I kind of always think I always like to prepare myself for the worst. And I have obviously thought like Jesus Christ, like imagine if one day me and Jamie do have a fight and we do end up breaking up, like will he have to go live back home? Will I be left in this apartment by myself? Will I have to have um, a friend of mine moving in with me? What would that mean for me? Would I probably want to go travelling if I was single? Um, who's going to be the father of my kids in the future? Like, That's what I mean by picturing it. I genuinely have pictured a life where Jamie isn't included in it and it's not because I've decided that I don't want him to be included in my life. It's because I've genuinely just thought the worst of some situations. And I like to believe that I'm a really independent person. And I don't need someone else's input in my life for me to continue having a happy existence for the rest of my life. I literally love Jamie and I do think that we are going to stay together forever, hopefully. Um, but I don't want to be one of those people who says, no, we're together forever and ever and ever, and then to end up looking like a fucking twat if anything does, if any shit hits the fan in like 10 years time or something, you know what I mean? So I feel like it's not that I am picturing a future without my boyfriend. It's just that I'm a realist and I know that 50% of marriages break up and like 80% of relationships end. And I just don't want to imagine only one life and only one future for myself as much as that's the only future I want for myself it's not the only future I can imagine for myself I've also imagined futures where I live in New York City by myself in a studio apartment and I end up marrying a girl and we adopt like loads of little um foreign kids and like that's just another life I've pictured for myself like I've pictured so many different lives for myself but I have been able to picture life without my boyfriend and I think it's healthy to do that because I don't think you can only have this one few I think that's when your, your heart breaks is when you did only picture your life with that one person for the rest of your life um and then something does happen if you like you know if they decide to break up with you tomorrow like what do you do then you've only ever imagined one future so that's what I mean it's not that I'm wishing away my partner so he had actually voted that he can't picture his life without me and then I seen the vote and I was like okay i seen that like what do you mean um and this is why I posted on my story being like because people were like what's your boyfriend saying and I was like well we're able to communicate this we're able to speak about it so I was like okay like have you never pictured your life without me and he's like no I've never really thought about it and I was like okay but like I'm not about like thinking of breaking up with me and thinking of not being with me I'm just saying like when you imagine like growing up and living your life has there ever been like since you've been with me has there ever been like a thought in your head that you mightn't be with me and he's like no I've just not thought about it so I think Jamie just meant he's genuinely never thought of his future <laughs> in that's it not in a not that he doesn't think about his future or anything like career-wise and stuff but I just don't think he's thought that far ahead of like kids and marriage and stuff like that so I don't think that that's been like a big thing and it was really nice to say that he's never has because I love that um but I like I said I'm just a freaking realist and I don't want to have a future without my boyfriend I think if you do want to have a future without your partner what's the point you even being with the partner um but it's obviously been a realist thought of mine that someday the life that I picture for myself mightn't happen and what am I what's my plan b like what's going to be there I don't actually have a plan b (laughs) um like I said I've got dreams of living in New York but I'm never going to do that like I'd, uh, let's, I'd be afraid to leave the country. I literally love Ireland. For some reason, I feel like I'm just gonna stay here for the rest of my life. And I just love holidays. I don't think I can ever pack up my shit and move to another city. But I just like to have all these ideas in my head. Um. So yeah, that's what I meant by it. But when I explained it to Jamie, and I was like, look, it's not that i actually want the two of us to break up and i like fantasize about not having in my life it's genuinely that i'm preparing myself for just in case something did happen and you decided one day that you're not interested in me or if we went through a really rough patch and the two of us just weren't interested in each other anymore like you know i have to picture a life outside of that like it's only freaking healthy and then he understood it and he was like actually yeah you know that makes sense so that was the that was the one we disagreed on but I hope people listening to that like I hope you don't only imagine one future for yourself I hope you do have endless possibility of futures for yourself and different scenarios and different things because a lot can happen in your life and kind of focusing on one thing as nice as that might be can really hurt your feelings if stuff doesn't go right but like I said I'm just pessimistic sometimes about love and relationships like had my heart broken before a good few times um oh also this question so my parents are separated and jamie's parents are together and i do think that there's some kind of like psychology thing with that for jamie to say that he can't put your life without me and his parents are together they're still married and my parents are separated since i was like three so i do think that that could have something to do it as well like i noticed that my parents aren't together and his parents are so maybe he's been like brought up with like um like you know like this true love and like this happy not happy like not just happy like do you know, like this ideology of like man and woman stay together and they have kids and they're happy together forever so he's grown up with that whereas I didn't I grew up with my parents being split up and not really liking each other um and then having my stepdad and things like that like you know I still grew up in a very happy healthy loving family but it wasn't together forever family because my dad and my mom weren't together so that could just be um like a background like a background thought for that I don't know I'm rambling about this a bit too much, but maybe maybe you'll be able to answer that one for me. Like maybe if I put up a little poll saying like, do you think, oh, are your parents together? And if they're not together, do you think that that's why you like have less of a trust in the idea of true love and stuff? I don't know. Could be a cool psychology project if anyone is doing a master's in that or something. Anyways, next question. Okay, so what do you consider to be boring in a relationship? That was the question I asked. These are some of the answers. Okay. So the first one is routine. Couch and Netflix every night. No fun days out. We've literally said this. That's exactly what I think boredom is. It's routine. It's not having anything exciting to look forward to. It's when they're not putting in effort but you're putting in effort or it's when they're putting in effort and you don't want them to put in effort. That's exactly what it is. Routine is the freaking killer. It's the boner killer of the relationship world. It's the worst thing ever. Get out of the routine even if it's just once a week. Even if it's once every two weeks just try to have one little day night and put in that little bit of effort for each other because routine is the killer um so next if you're always the one making if you're always the one constantly making the conversation um and yeah i agree with that if you're the one who like that's kind of like the one side of effort like if you're the one who's trying to put in the conversation to them and like always trying to get words off them and this could mean that i i'm presuming this person might live with them and it could be like texting conversation Um, and it could be like maybe they're putting in the effort of like communicating to their partner maybe if you text them or call them and you're the one who always wants to do it that can be really disheartening too and like that's just not something that anyone wants to be in but that can make you really bored if you're always chasing and you're never getting chased (sighs) we don't want that no 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 um like I think a healthy relationship includes chasing and being chased here and there like you kind of already got them, you kind of already lived together, you kind of already together for years. <laughs> but I do like to chase Jamie. Sometimes I like to give him compliments, and I like to tell him when I find him really attractive and when I love his outfit. And he does the same for me. And you know, like I said, I do think that boys need to be spoiled a little bit. So, as much as we want the compliments off them, I do think it's only fair that we should give the compliments back to them. But a hundred percent, if you're the only one giving the comfort if you're the only one leading the conversation in a relationship, that can be freaking boring. So take notes. If there's any boys watching this, or girls listening to this, um and these are something that you are doing, you need to stop because your partner is going to get bored of you. Anyways, the next one is conversation isn't as in depth. Communication is bad. Bad communication is the worst thing ever. Now you can grow out of it, I promise. Like me and Jamie had terrible communication. Let's drink every time I say fucking Jamie. (laughs) But we did. We had really bad communication at the start. Like I said, I was a fucking raging psychopath. Um, he genuinely did not understand how a woman could have that much anger inside them, um, and we just didn't see eye to eye sometimes. Like so, and he he didn't listen to me a lot of the time as well because he genuinely thought sometimes that I was kind of going off on a spiel about something that I didn't care about when it was something that I did care about, and it took a lot of us misunderstanding and miscommunicating to be able to sit down and be like, look, this is something we're fighting for. The two of us love each other. Let's figure out how we can communicate. And now me and Jamie sit down, and I'm like, I need to talk to you about something he's ago, <laughs> but we're able to talk about that, and it's really really healthy um So sorry to anyone who came here, thinking that I was gonna be spilling the tea, telling y'all I was bored of my boyfriend, I was sick of his shit. Cause I'm not like I think me and Jamie couldn't be happier with each other. Um, at the moment, we have literally we definitely have gone through rough patches, and we definitely come out the better end. The better end at the end of it, um or the middle of it, I should say. This is not the end. <laughs> the next one is re- repetitive behaviors, like sitting in bed on phones and not communicating enough. Yeah, we touched on that. Getting too comfortable. No longer making time for each other. Lack of effort to surprise each other and laugh at each other. That one is so sad. Like, lack of effort to laugh at each other. I, honestly, I think, like, having laughter in a relationship is the best thing ever. I love when me and Jamie end up just pacing ourselves laughing and holding our bellies. But when that isn't there... And if it's been a week of us kind of getting at each other's throats and we might be arguing about different things, like it could be just arguing about bills or it could be arguing about who's going to take out the dishes or if the house is after getting messy or if it's a stressful week, like if he's got a stressful week at work and I've got a stressful week and the two of us are bickering at each other, you don't have the time to sit down and laugh with them then. And they're the hardest weeks in relationships is when there's no laugh and when there's no belly laughs and tears running down your face because you're crying laughing, like they're the really hard ones. So if you are going a while without having those belly laughs with your partner, sit down and figure out what's going on because I think they're essential I think they're life saving in fact um same shit different day same convo same day it's like being trapped wow that was so sad but it is true if you are doing the same thing yeah someone did actually put in it was one of my friends they put in saying you need to actually understand if you're bored of the relationship or if you're bored um of your life and that's so important so lots of people do think that they're bored of their relationship and they need to get a new relationship and you kind of always see it in movies so I'll kind of talk about the movies people always see like in movies where like this man I'm going to say man because that's the way the movies always freaking portray it is that the man gets like tired of his like mundane life and his wife at home and she's minding the kids and yada 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 and he falls in love with this new girl at work and she's younger and she's fitter and she's sexier and they have great sex and it's all brilliant and then he leaves the wife for her And then he realizes that she's actually much too young for him she just wants to go clubbing and partying and he can't keep up and he just wants to do the things him and his wife used to do and he actually appreciates then how much his wife loved him and stuff but where the hell was I going with this where the hell was I going with this oh yeah what I've actually no idea what I'm talking about guys (laughs) no sorry I literally lost my train of thought there for a second anyways um but that's exactly, it. he was the man in that situation that I was just talking about, he wasn't actually bored of his wife. He was bored of his life. He was bored of like the mundane, every single day tasks and repeating it. So when he actually went out to see if the grass is greener, it was greener for like five minutes. And then he realized it wasn't his wife he was bored of. It was actually his life. Like he was just bored of doing the same thing day in, day out. So it's really important to see, are you bored of your partner? Are you bored of your life? I was really bored in my last job. I ended up just getting really angry at it, didn't like it. Since I moved, me and Jamie have actually been getting a lot, like since I got a new job, me and Jamie have been getting along a lot better. Like, we were getting along great anyways. But I feel like we do have that more time for each other. First of all, we don't work with each other anymore. Um, we've got different stories. Like, I've got different work gossip to tell him. He's got different work gossip to tell me. We just have more of a separate life now. And that's actually after bringing us a lot closer. Because before, we used to share, like, everything. Like, we shared our house, our food. We shared our laundry. Um, we shared the same Netflix account. And then we shared our work and our work gossip and our work goals. And it was freaking boring. Um, Now, mind you, I'm still trying to get Jamie to come work in the company that I'm working for, but on a different team. Um, But yeah, like, it is just really important to notice, like, are you bored of them or are you bored of your life? So figure that one out first because you can feel like you are trapped. Um, Okay, let's go down. Lack of interest, no deep conversations or depth with each other. So yeah, lack of interest is like, you don't actually have to have things in common. I don't think me and Jamie have anything in common other than we like neither of us like horror movies and we both like comedy movies that's about it we have the same taste in music I definitely have way better taste in music than him but you know what I mean (laughs) but like like I said I like sitting down I like social media Jamie wouldn't post three posts on Instagram in a year um, whereas I have a podcast a YouTube an Instagram a VSCO a Twitter a Facebook everything um and I love that like but he likes sports like he literally plays so many different sports and like he's always out running and going to the gym and stuff so we have got different interests but it's important to kind of meet in the middle I made Jamie take me out before um to play some golf um when I'm talking about my little stories in between you can take this as the advice as well by the way or like you can take it as an inside scoop into my life I don't really care (laughs) um but I made him take me out to play golf before because it was something he was genuinely interested in and I was like okay if he's interested in this let's see what it's all about and I was so shit I was so crap but I had so much fun it was pissing rain I was just at the driving range we were just like hitting the golf um golf balls off the tee and I was absolutely fucking terrible we had a good laugh though at how terrible I was and how good he was and it's so nice to just do the things that interest each other like when Jamie's like what do you want to do this weekend I'm like shopping (laughs) it was my birthday on Saturday he was like how do you want to spend the the day and I was like can we go shopping and can you hold my bags like literally obviously we did breakfast in bed and we had cuddles and everything like that like we did all the nice stuff and we went out for dinner that night and it was actually lovely we had such a good time but like my day hobby was that I wanted to just go shopping and ask him to hold my bags (laughs) whereas for his birthday he'd probably be like can we go golfing um so you know like do the things that your partner is interested in as well okay next few I'm just gonna slide through these again okay someone said this and this is an interesting thing they said in my opinion I think when you're used to toxic healthy um is boring for people so when you're used to toxic relationships then when you end up being in a healthy one it can be a bit boring and that's a little bit sad um but I do think that that could be very true like you could be bored of someone because they don't fight back with you um they don't rise you like do you know I think we all know how annoying it is when you're trying to like argue with someone and they won't like they're just like, yeah, okay, you're right, yeah, okay, no, you're right, like, you know, that's the freaking worst thing ever, or when they kind of won't have that little argument back with you, and just like, yeah, okay, whatever you say, yeah, grand, you're just kind of like, no, I want you to fight with me, um, so when you are kind of used to, like, toxic relationship boundaries, sometimes, yeah, sometimes being in a healthy one can be a little bit boring, but it's good to understand that, like, toxic is, it might not be boring, like, it might be fucking crazy, and it might be an emotional roller coaster, but you're not happy when you're in a toxic relationship, you're not, um, so maybe you just try to flip the switch on the whole healthy being boring and just try to make healthy interesting. Like make healthy relationships fun by doing all the things I was telling you about. But loads of things in here are basically about um it being in a routine is boring and things like that. Like this is, the question again, like I said, was what would you think is boring in a relationship? I think that was the question or something like that. But loads of people are, it's going back to sex. Like no dates, no sex life, it's no effort acting like friends. Yeah, when you start acting like friends and when you realize, this hasn't happened to me but if you do realise that you're genuinely not attracted to the person anymore and you don't want to be kissing them and smooching them and like getting on the top of them and when you are just kind of, literally, even if you're best friends and you do anything for them but when you do realise your relationship isn't romantic anymore, I do think that that's when you maybe need to walk away because once you've lost that romance completely now you can lose the spark but you can still have romance so you can like lose that spark but still give each other a kiss goodnight and give each other cuddle on the couch but like the spark could be gone so you need to work on that but if you've completely lost all emotionals like all romance in the relationship and you're genuinely not attracted to someone, do do think that is time to go I'm gonna move on to the next question because there is so many things here like no sense of humor like nothing to talk about someone just said the word vanilla like <laughs> vanilla when the vanilla um but no there's so many answers here but I genuinely just don't have the time to talk about it um one of them is when you don't do go on nice dates and weekends away with each other yeah if a guy is just or if you're using a guy or if they're using you and it's always just sneaky links in the house and like getting together and hooking up and just kind of using each other for sex or maybe even if it's just always inside your house like if you're getting a takeaway with each other that's just not interesting like everyone wants people to, to go out and have adventures with the person they love um, so I do think it would be very boring if you were just kind of someone I feel like I was the person was embarrassed of me as well if they weren't bringing me out for drinks here and there and we weren't actually hitting the town together and stuff um, so yeah no that's definitely a massive thing okay there's literally serious, there is freaking hundreds here like some people are like if you're like a married couple not doing things trips etc yeah look guys it's so important to have plans um with your partner we are on like 53 minutes of recording here i hope you're still here i hope you're still listening with me but i literally love this it probably will take you two parts to listen to this whole thing this is gonna be like a joe rogan experience is that his name joe rogan Um, This is kind of like a Joe Rogan experience podcast two hours on. God, I hope you have a long commute to and from work and you can listen to this. Okay, next one. If you're in a relationship, this is my question, sorry. If you're in a relationship, do you sometimes think of what it would be like to be a single person? But I said, be honest, this is confidential. So remember back, I said, one of the questions was, could you imagine your life without your partner? And it was like 79% of people said that they could not imagine their life with this. Well... When I said could you imagine yourself being single, 65% of people said that they could imagine it. So a while ago 79% of people said they could not imagine themselves without their partner but yet 65% of people are still imagining that they were single. Interesting, interesting Um, because like I said I have imagined a future without my partner but I don't actually fantasize about being single. Um, obviously the thoughts can be in your head and it wouldn't be, I wouldn't be like in a nightclub looking at a guy and being like oh god if I was single now I'd love to, get with him more like if I like the same thing kind of thinking what my life would be like if I didn't have Jamie sometimes I'm like geez if I was single now like would I would I be going on my girl like do you know the way sometimes your friends might go on these big girl trips I feel like as well when your friends do go on girl trips some people don't some people in relationships don't like to go because you know if you're going with a group of single girls they'll have like loads of fellas over and it's not even that like I wouldn't I wouldn't stop myself from going on that trip because I think that Jamie would be mad, but I genuinely wouldn't want to be in an uncomfortable position where a guy might think that I'm also one of the single people and then I have to like awkwardly turn people down. And you know that kind of feeling when you're just a little bit uncomfortable around like men and they're being a bit icky and gross like I don't like that feeling it's so, like you could turn down those situations a bit more because you don't first you don't want your partner being paranoid um but that wouldn't make my mind up for me but I also just wouldn't want to be in a situation where all my friends are single and I'm on and out with them and they're like maybe getting with people which is totally fine but I wouldn't want to have to be like no sorry I'm in a relationship and then have the sleazy guys being like sure we we're on holidays what stays in Port of Ventura stays in Port of Ventura you know like I hate stuff like that so, what stays in Port of Ventura okay it doesn't matter what I just said but you know what I mean like I don't like put myself in the situation so sometimes it could come into my head being like oh if I was single maybe I'd go you know things like that like but it wouldn't be it wouldn't be me being like oh if I was single now I'd get on top of that fella there in the nightclub not that kind of way but it's just interesting to see that um 65% of people who are in a relationship do fantasize or think about um from time to time just being single 35% of people said they never would um and fair play look that's absolutely fine um like I said it's never a fantasy to like use the singleness to be with someone else it's genuinely just different situations in life I think that if you're single oh like even like living with my friends like my friend of my friends still live together and stuff and I do get I often get really jealous that they're all still living together and having fun like you know like after night out when you can go into your friends or if you if you've ever lived with your friends um or even if you have a sleepover and stuff. When you like get to go into their room like the next day and like you get to sit in the end of their bed and you get to order like a McDonald's and sit down and chat to each other. Like I really, really, really miss that sometimes. And sometimes I am thinking, jesus if I was single I wouldn't be living with Jamie. I'd be living with my friends. And I kind of miss that like atmosphere of it. But they that would be as far as like my if I was single thoughts would go. Um and like I'd say Jamie would be the same. Like he'd probably be like, jesus if I was single I'd go on so many different lad holidays and this, that and the other. Now anyway, like I said I'd never stop him from going on them but I do think that if you are going on those kind of holidays and your friends are all single, you know that you'll be put in kind of uncomfortable positions. Um, Not saying that that would make you cheat or anything like that. I'm just saying like you don't... Like, I genuinely hate when... If there's even a chance of someone being sleazy, being like, sure, what's the matter? Like, oh, no, like, vomit. Get out of my face. Um, but yeah, it's just interesting that 65% of people who are in relationships do think about it. But yes, 79% of people or something like that said that they couldn't imagine the future without So interesting are you just imagining yourselves being single for the rest of your life I don't know food for thought um and that's over a thousand people who said that they think about about being single anyways and look everything I'm saying whether you do think about it or you don't think about it whatever floats your boat honey like and even if you are someone who's thinking about like okay well if you're thinking about being single and wanting to get with like the fella that you work with or like the fella in the nightclub and all this kind of stuff if that's kind of what you think about being single maybe you need to like reevaluate your life I'm sure that there is always attraction like I can appreciate if someone's good looking Jamie can appreciate if a girl is good looking um but nearly like wanting to be single so that you could get with that person could be a little bit different like that's that that could be something that you need to be sitting down with yourself being like okay are you appreciating that they're good looking are you genuinely wanting to be single so that you can have the opportunity to be with that person because if you're genuinely wanting to be single just to get with someone I don't think you're supposed to be in a relationship whereas like I said me ever like picturing a single life for myself could be because I want to live with my friends again could be because I want to do like the young dumb and fun things where you're like just going on these girly holidays and you don't really care if someone comes up and talks to you and stuff like that like you know smaller things that aren't really um a relationship issue they're just more like a did I grow up too fast kind of (laughs) issue um so moving on to the next one this was answer if you're single or in a relationship um do you think someone's relationship is fake or weak if either party are bored of their partner for short periods of time. And then I put in highlights. Key point here is short periods of time. Um, so thankfully, 87% of people said, no, it's natural. Thank God, because that means if if that many people had said the other thing. But 13% of people said, yeah, it is fake or weak. And i kind of, am offended. I'm offended by the 13% because that's 208 people that said that. So two hundred and eight people think that if you were, that if you were ever um for short term periods of time bored of your partner, that your relationship was weak or fake. I think it's crazy. Where are the people out there that love their partner one hundred percent of the time and they're never bored of them? Where are you? What are you doing? Is the sex amazing? Is it always like what's happening? How is this? How are you never bored of this person? Are they like George Clooney? Like what do you mean? I think that's crazy for someone to say that someone's relationship is fake or weak if they get temporarily bored of their partner because I agree with the 87% I think it's healthy and it's natural and I actually had a therapist message me yesterday saying that it's completely natural and it's completely healthy and it only takes communication to bring the boredom out of a relationship or to evaluate whether you need to be in the relationship at all in the first place Um. so yeah like 100% like it's it is really important to be able to appreciate that a relationship is still strong and healthy even if you go through those boredom stages. So to the 13%, I'm not even going to hear out your side. I disagree with you wholeheartedly. And I do think that that 13% are either in fresh relationships or maybe you've never been in one because there's no way you can honestly think that you can be with someone long-term and never be sick of their shit for more than 24 hours because trust me, you you can. You can be sick of your own kids' shit. You can be bored of your own children. You can be bored of your family. Of course, you can be bored of the person that you have to share a bed with. Like, you don't even get to have a double bed because of them. Anyways, next question. Um, do you think a couple should break up if they are constantly bored of their partner? 75% said yes and 25% said no. And this time I agree with the 75% of people who said yes. I do think that if you're constantly bored of your partner, you do need to break up. When I'm talking about getting bored of Jay or when Jamie's getting bored of me or even if my friends are bored of their partners, um, if it's a, something that's temporarily and they're like maybe going through a, a, like, you know, a routine patch where... Maybe they're having a stressful week, or they're just having a stressful day, or maybe just everything that they're doing is just a bit routine lately. Then yeah, I think that's fine. Um, if it's just here and there, but if it's constantly and if they're constantly saying that the, my partner isn't putting in the effort every single day, like we're not having sex anymore, we're not talking to each other anymore, we're not communicating, we're always on our phones, we're never talking. No, if you're constantly bored of them, then it's time to leave. Like, no, there is, there's definitely more options out there. If it's a constant bored, if it's only temporarily bored no then I think you can stay with them but um I'm with the 75% of people here who think that if you're constantly bored of partner you should leave because there will be someone out there who won't make you as bored all the time like you know you might be bored of someone only 90 like, sorry you might be bored of someone only 10% of the time and 90% of the time you could be loving absolutely everything that they do but do appreciate that you can get bored of them from time to time okay next question because we're over an hour over an hour. Um, would your feelings be hurt if your partner said that they were getting bored in a relationship? I was kind of unfair with this question because I gave the answers of of yes I'd be hurt and no I'd talk about it, but I think really it's yes I'd be hurt, but I'd want to talk about it. I think that would be an option that most people would have clicked. But sixty-three percent of people said that they'd be hurt, and thirty-seven percent of people said that they would want to talk about it. I'm sorry, I'm coughing now. <laughs> sorry, I you started dying coughing I had to drink some water anyways um I do think it's mad that even though you knew the two options on the screen that 63% of people still said yes they'd be hurt and they didn't even click like the no I talk about a button um but I do think that comes with like maturity in a relationship and things like that like if four years ago when me and Jamie first start going out of or even three years ago, like a year into the relationship, if he was like, oh God, I'm getting bored of this. I would have been like, you're bored of me? You're bored of this? Fine, fuck off. So if you're fucking bored, sorry again, if anyone is wearing headphones, I'm so sorry. I'm screaming into your ears. Um, But I would have definitely been a bit more temperamental and I'm sure he would have picked, I'm sure the first time me and him sat down and talked about even being bored and stuff, I'd say I was really hurt and I'd say he was really hurt. Like definitely like that would have been a hard conversation. But now I feel like because we are just going through the motions and we have been so open and honest with each other, about like our emotions and stuff that right now it doesn't hurt us i do get why people would be hurt by it but it's definitely important to understand guys that you can't have a healthy relationship without talking about these hard awkward things um it's just not possible You, you have to go through the awkward like conversations or and look some of these things are really hard to talk about it's really hard to talk about um communication it's really hard to tell your partner that they're not putting in enough effort it's hard to tell your partner that they're not complimenting you enough um it's hard to tell your partner if they're not having sex with you enough um Again, I'm not saying that these are topics of conversations that I've had, but I definitely know that they would be hard conversations to have if I was to have them. Um, so I get it. Like, they're hard things to have and they're things people might want to avoid and it could hurt to hear it. But if you do want a happy and healthy relationship and if you want to be able to get out of that boredom stage, you need to talk about what's putting you into the boredom stage. So to the 63% of people who said they'd be hurt and they didn't click the no I talk about it button, I think you need to start talking about it. I think you need to. Okay this is one I posted saying last one, but it wasn't the last one because you gave me so much more juicy answers. Um, but the last one, so I say is, do you agree or disagree with the statement? The statement follows being in love means never being curious about single and always being interested in your partner. So this one was funny again, because remember, remember that first one, When I was like, can you picture your life without your partner? And like 79% of people said they can't picture their life without them. Well, 71% of people disagreed with the statement that being in love means never being curious about being single and always being interested in your partner. So 71% of you disagree with that. So that means you think that it's wrong to, like you think that it is possible to love someone and be curious about being single. And you don't always have to be a hundred percent interested in your partner. So you agree that you don't have to be interested the whole time. That's crazy. Because a while ago we said that we couldn't put your life without them and now we're saying that we can possibly love them and not be interested. And look, I agree. For a temporary for a temporary state, like I said, um I know that if I was single I definitely would I wouldn't be living in this apartment right now I'd be living with my friends I don't know if I'd even be doing the same job because I felt like I left my job because one I was seeing my partner the whole time two I fucking hated the job anyway um and three I just did want to learn like grow and develop like you know there was multiple reasons why I left my job I explained that in the very first podcast um but I'm sure like people do think of like oh what if like what if I was single like would like you know like all what would happen like where would I be living would I still even be living in Limerick because I moved to Limerick for college and I stayed in Limerick because me and Jamie moved in together so maybe I'd be living in Galway because that's where all my college friends went and things like that like maybe I'd be a whole different life so I think it's okay to think about stuff like that and just think like what would my life have been if people do it the whole time people like what would my life have been if I went to college in a different city or what would my life be like if I had different parents or like you know people think about stuff like that the whole time so that's actually fine so I think that the 29% of people who like said that you can't think about that are just crazy like you know it's just we're normal humans give us like the credit for it it's not like fantasizing about being single and wanting to like get with loads of different people and things like that like if you are like I said if you are if that's like your fantasies about being single then I don't know if you are the right person to be in a relationship but I do think that in a relationship it is kind of normal to have those thoughts and like not even like a, like I said, a thought to get with someone. But just like a what if. Like a what would happen. And whenever I have those thoughts, I always like think about it. I'm like, okay, why am I thinking about this? And like I said, I go full relationship counsellor myself. And I'm like, okay, why am I having this thought? Um, like, do I not want to be with Jamie? Would I be better off if I wasn't with my friends? And then I'm like, no. Because if I was living with my friends, one, I probably wouldn't be progressing in the career I'd want to be in. Two, I wouldn't be as independent as I'd like to be. Three, I fucking hate being around people the whole time. I literally, like, I actually like the way I'm home alone. Like, I work home alone. Jamie's at basketball I like my own space I like being able to do content creation I like that I have a spare room for my walk-in wardrobe and if I was living with friends as much as I love them I wouldn't be able to do all that and I would have the time to do all my content and my creativity and um I don't think I would have been like here right now recording a podcast so it all like the situation I'm in now always outweighs the what ifs always every single time and the happiness Jamie brings to me always outweighs the what ifs um so I think that the what ifs and like the thinking about if you're if, what if you were single is healthy because sometimes it really makes you appreciate what you have if you're like thinking like my friends be telling me that they're on dating apps and the things they'd be saying and I was like I wouldn't even know how to speak to a man anymore I wouldn't even know how to flirt with someone they, like I thought tinder was still the app people use no I think they use something like bumble or something like that or I don't know what the other one was something about fish um but like I wouldn't even know how to approach that and like men who send you dick pics and oh no like I wouldn't even know how to be single so I app- I can think about being single and I can appreciate that I'm not and that is healthy um so yeah I just going to move on again I think you all kind of understand where I'm coming from because I think a lot of people are definitely looking at my polls and definitely thinking like fuck that like why is that girl even in a relationship if she's thinking about being single and she's thinking about this it's not I'm I, I think about it but I definitely am in a better situation not being single I literally appreciate my boyfriend so much and anytime I have to think about myself being in a single status it's never it's never that scenario is never worth more to me than the scenario and the relationship i'm in at the moment this relationship and the time and place that i'm in is always better than any other idea i can have and any other like future i can paint for myself and it's healthy to be able to appreciate that next question okay then i put up my story being like thanks for answering <laughs> this is not breakup advice me and jim you're fine weak um okay and I put up saying okay, one more because a lot of suggestions are coming in. Do you think sex or lack of sex is the leading factor in getting bored? um And 24% of people said no. I'm like, what? And 76% of people said yes. And lads look at the end of the day, sex and intimacy is 100% going to play a part in you being bored of your partner. If you're not having sex, you're not going to be intimate, you're not going to feel the love and you're not going to feel connected to your partner and you're going to feel really isolated like it's even in all the movies they're like my wife isn't having sex with me I need to go cheat like you know it's in all the fucking movies like you know that that's something that has to happen that has to happen um but like you know what I mean like it's just sex and attraction and all that is like especially when you're young being very like physically attracted to your partner is something that'll definitely drive your relationship until you get down to the nitty-gritties and like the soul partners and this person makes me a better person like until it gets down to that sex and attraction is going to be a big part of your relationship so I do think that lack of sex is definitely going to lead to boredom so and if you are kind of in a routine and it's really easy to get into routine don't get me wrong here it is really easy to get in a routine and not have the like not make the time to do it especially if you are living in an apartment by yourselves because I feel like a lot of people who might even like share a house with their friends and they've got like the bedroom like you're kind of in the bedroom with your boyfriend watching movies whereas if you're living with them you're probably in the sit room watching movies until the two of you nearly falling asleep then you walk down to bed and you like brush your teeth and you wash your face and it's just very unromantic um but it just takes someone making a little bit more effort to do something a little bit different like you know I'm not going to talk about how you can spice up your bedroom maybe we can talk about that another time if I get a little bit more confident on here I don't know my mother could be listening to this who knows um my dad could be listening to this I don't really know but I do think that sex at the end of the day is going to be something that can make or break a relationship like if you're not having good sex and if you're not having regular sex um well as regular as the two of you like it and um, people have different sex drives then it's going to get boring um so moving on so okay Lex I said oh just leave a comment here if you want to add anything to the polls la 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 what's this saying okay I'm just gonna read this for a sec interesting someone said talk about breaks and if they're healthy or not healthy um and like different ways to do it and bringing it up wow wow I, do, I think a break is definitely something that needs to be talked about more um and normalize and I feel like a lot of people do think that if someone goes on a break that that means they don't love people I've actually got a friend um and she's now engaged and her and her then boyfriend, obviously their fiances now. They actually went on a break for a few months. I think the two of them were even seeing other people in between, and then they got back together, and like they needed that time to like be apart to realise that they needed that they wanted each other. And I think they needed to get like I think the two of them might have known that they were going to be together forever, and they kind of wanted to get whatever was show that last with a singleton out of them. Um and yeah, I do think breaks can be healthy, and I think it depends on where you are in a relationship, like I think if me and Jamie went on a break now, like that would just be really like I, I wouldn't be able to do that. I couldn't imagine myself like I'm with Jamie four years now. Like maybe I would have been able to imagine that like three years ago. Um, but I just couldn't be imagining that now. And I don't think he'd be able to imagine it either. I don't want anyone else in my space, and I don't want uh, like my relationship to be, to be tainted with that. But if that's something that the two of you want, and maybe like like look, there's some people that are together ten years, and if it's something that you are curious about, or even if you're curious about your sexuality. Um, and maybe if you want to go off and experiment like something else then taking a break is healthier maybe having like an open relationship or like that's all a bit crazy sometimes talking about it and thinking about it now I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with it but it's definitely a hard topic to bring up but if you think that you are with someone and you could do it like letting off some steam and maybe taking a break and you might think that they're going to be open to it it's always good to just say it um, I remember me and Jamie were watching that TV show Sex Life and the way they go to that party at like the swingers party I was like would we do that when we're older Jamie and he's like no Kaylee <laughs> and it's obviously not something thinking of. about but like it's just funny to like look at it I was like I wonder what his reaction would be to that like I said I just couldn't imagine anyone else in my like intimate space um but it's funny to like see all those different things and yeah I do think that if you do need a break it is healthy to say it to them they might take it the wrong way and they might think that you're just wanting to go off and you know slag around the place and stuff but that's not true some people need it for a space some people need it to just to make sure some people wanted to test um their sexuality if they find out that they maybe are bisexual and they want to test out something else um or maybe if they just want to blow off some steam before they settle down before they end up getting engaged and married and having kids it does depend i do think if you're doing it if you're taking a break because you want to get with someone that you maybe like that's not fair like say if you like start a new job and then you like have a crush on someone in the workplace and you want to like take a break with your partner so that you can get like go off with that fella that you like have a crush on I don't think that that's fair I think that said you just need to break up because then you're just you're like you're putting a break on your partner and you're putting them through like that emotional distress just so you can get like emotionally involved with someone else I think breaks are healthy if you genuinely need time away from the person to like evaluate if you want to be with them but I think if it's your like love like if your love interests are with someone else then it's just time to call that off so that's my own little thoughts on that that's my own little two cents I'm not sure um but like at the end of the day, this is the vacancy. Make a podcast, and I am just winging it as I go along. Um, I know I'm talking a lot about like mentioning different things. Jeez, I'm making it sound like I'm not interested in my relationship at all the way I talk half the time. But I'm not like I am fully invested in my relationship. Um, but I don't turn. I don't like. I don't turn a blind eye to anything i am like i feel like our generation is going to be such a different generation of grandparents and stuff and the reason is because there's so much online there's so much there to grab there's so much different opportunities like our parents didn't have dating websites and online people who can text you like you know and people that you can meet on nights out in nightclubs and stuff as much like sure they used to go to dances and stuff um and there's also the insecurity of like people liking photos like some people get really like um, wound up and like liking photos and there's lots of different insecurities and kind of things that can happen nowadays that didn't happen before. So I do think like our generation aren't going to be like the whole loved up generation that there used to be. I definitely think true love still exists. Like I said, I am madly in love with Jamie but I do think that our generation are going to go through lots of different things and I feel like there'll be a lot more open relationships in the future. There'll be a lot more like swinger clubs. There'll be a lot more people that take breaks or maybe like have a show wife or a show husband. Like, you know, you're married by law, but maybe you do, like maybe you go off and do crazy things on the weekends or fly to different cities and get with different people. Like, and I know that might sound freaking nuts to people listening to this, but I genuinely think our whole generation, when we grow up, there is going to be a lot of different things because our like attention span is like not there anymore. Um, like it's just not there. Like, and I just think that that could happen now. I don't picture that happening for myself, but I do think like a lot of. I think that'll just be normalized a whole lot more when we're growing up. Like it's already getting normalized a lot on TV shows and in like documentaries and stuff. So I just think that, that could be something that is like normal in the future. I'm not too sure. I kind of went to a little bit of a, a little bit of a. A rant there oh my god this podcast is so long i'm so sorry i'm so sorry that i'm screaming again yeah literally a question here is just i think cheating is a very interesting topic to go into or if you ha- should have an open relationship and like i said look if there's someone that's interesting you and you want to like get with the part if you want to go into an open relationship just to like get with someone who might be interested in you i don't think that's the way to go i think you should just break up with them um but if your partner is open to an open relationship just do that before you end up going off cheating on them and things like that. Like, you know, save them the heartbreak and at least the two of you have boundaries and know what's going on. I'm actually watching the bowl type at the moment. I won't get into it in case anyone hasn't seen it, but I'm on season two where there's like a relationship that is turning into an open relationship and they're testing it out. Um and it's because one of the people in the relationship is like curious because they haven't explored something before. And like all that kind of stuff is just if your partner is okay with it, like if that's what suits you, I don't think it's ever gonna be something that'll suit me because I think I'm very I can be very jealous um and I think Jamie could be very jealous and I don't think that would suit the two of us in our relationship I think our relationship is always going to be me and him and if it was ever going to be something that either of us wanted to like branch out and do something else then I think that would have to be the end of it because what we have is really good and I just don't think I'd want to taint it that way um but for some people they're so fine with that kind of stuff and you know freedom to them like you know do what you want to do um but yeah I don't think that I should I don't I wouldn't sit here and shit on anyone who wanted to do that but I don't think that anyone who is so young. I don't think that people that are like my age need to be doing it, Um, to be quite honest with you. I think if you're kind of like at the stage where you're like 30s, 40s, and maybe you're with someone for a very long time and you're kind of getting bored of them then, then I think maybe that's a good opportunity to search. But I do think if you're like, like, you know, my age, if you're like 22, 23, 24, and you're kind of wanting to do that, I'd say just call it a day. Like, just go and live your life a little bit. Um, See what else is out there. And if you come back to the same person, you come back to them, you know? But I just don't think, like, if I was to tell my friends right now that I was going to go into an open relationship, they would like just break up. And sure, yeah, that would be that that would be the right thing to do because I think that either break up or take a break. I don't think an open relationship this young. I don't think there's a point. Like just break up because you're if you're curious about testing new things now. Imagine how curious you're going to be when you're thirty or forty. Break up and if you have all these curiosities, go live them. Go live them, girl. Go live them or boy. Whoever's listening. And another person um on their final thoughts was. But they've been with their boyfriend since they were 15 so they never had the single phrase single phase um and they're early teens and they do do think about it and they feel guilty because they do love their boyfriends and they can see themselves with them for the long haul but that's it like when you are with someone for that long sometimes people start going out really really young and then it obviously does blossom and turns into this great thing but I do think curiosity is always kind of going to be there so sometimes taking a break and like even finding yourself, because if you are with someone since you're a teenager, it's so hard to like develop your own personality and stuff. I met Jamie when I was 19 and we started working out when we were 20, but like I did have a lot of time before that to like grow up and stuff. But then he moved to Canada, so I ended up turning 21 while he was gone. So I think I had lots of time myself to like be my own person and be very independent. Um and like I said, we do kind of live separate lives at the moment. We've got really separate hobbies. But if you are kind of with someone and you've got the same interests and the same things, it's really hard to like know who you are and discover who you are um, and that can lead to boredom as well like that can really like lead down to boredom and like curiosity and stuff so if that is happening maybe do sit down if it is something that you are thinking about and curious about um, well like I said are you curious in the same way that you're thinking I wonder what it would be like but are you cu- or are you curious in the fact like I want to be I wonder if I can break up with them because there's two different things there. So just sit down and kind of see what one it is. Like, are you just curious, being like, Oh, I wonder what my life would have been like if? Because everyone thinks about that, whether people say it or not. I wake up some days and I'm like, I wonder what it would be like if I was born with a penis. I wonder what it'd be like if I was a boy. Like I think about those things the whole time. I'm like, I wonder what it'd be like if I was an only child. I wonder what it would like be like if I had a different dad. I wonder what it'd be like if I did have a different mom. Um I think about stuff like that the whole time, or if I went to a different college, or if I was born on a different day. Everyone thinks about those different things, but I'd never like want that situation more because I'm happy with the situation I have but if you're thinking about something and you actually would prefer the latter like if you prefer like the other situation then it's time to step out of the situation that you're in hope that makes sense but I need to wrap this up sorry this is the longest podcast ever but I'm literally wrapping it up now so the one of the last questions I asked is do you think it's harder to keep the spark there all the time once you move in with your partner and 70% of people said yes and 30% said no it's not harder um and very few actual people answer this one so I'm presuming not that many people live with them so 970 people said yeah it is harder and 407 said it's not harder um and I do think it's harder because like I said you just go into that routine life but I'm happy that people do agree because I hope people that are listening to this as well like you can relate and you're like it's not just you loads of you did text him like thank you so much for talking about this because I always feel like I'm guilty in a relationship when I do feel like I'm getting bored or I do feel like there's something wrong or maybe I shouldn't be with the person because I'm having these thoughts and feelings no like if your thoughts and feelings are like normal and it's just like a curiosity thing then you're so fine like but if it's genuinely like you want and desire if you genuinely want and desire to be with someone else or to like do a different life and things like that then that's when it is time to think about leaving them but if it's just a genuine thought that pops into your head and it's just like a curiosity thing or you're just like exploring your mind a little bit and that's okay um but yeah I do think it's it's much harder to keep the spark there when you're living with someone but it's just really important to put in the effort to make sure you do plan the date nights like I said cuddle cuddle up on the couch and watch a movie instead of watching a series eat some popcorn together have a no phones rule don't be looking at your phone aimlessly scrolling go out for dinner you can do stuff that are free as well like you can go for a drive you can go for a walk you can go for a picnic um you can go to a local park you don't have to spend hundreds on like a hotel and like fancy dinner and stuff like you don't there's so many different things you can do just look up make a little date calendar um something I'm actually going to do with Jay is he doesn't even know this so if you're listening to this Jamie this is what we're doing um I'm going to write out loads of different dates ideas and put them in a jar so whenever we're kind of thinking like okay what do we do this weekend we can pull out something and that's what we need to go do so if anyone is kind of thinking of spicing things up that's what we can do let's watch me now create a date calendar and I'll sell it to you <laughs> um, I'm going to move on to the next one so do you think it's harder to open up to your single friends about being bored in a relationship i think i will go into another podcast another day about how it's harder to relate to your single friends in your relationship because i think i'm going to talk about this for too long but 77 percent of people said that yes it is harder to open up about being bored of your relationship to your friends i totally get that um and i put in saying why do you think it's like why do you think it's harder to open up to your friends and the majority of the answers, I flicked through these a while ago, was that single friends want you to be single with them. This is what people said. I'm not saying, like, this is my own experience. If I ever complain about Jamie or to my friends, um, they literally all love him. So unfortunately, they're all like, you're fine. You'll work it out. It'll be grand. But I do know if Jamie had texted his friends and he's like, he's a fucking psycho. We're fighting the whole time. His friends probably would be like, look, it's time to call it off. Um, And that's what most of the answers were here. People are just saying, they'll just tell you to leave. They don't get it. They'll tell you to that you're lucky you have a, you're lucky you're even in a relationship anyway or they'd be like why are you in a relationship so if you're so unhappy it's not that you're unhappy it's just these are normal thoughts that go on in a relationship and it's, sometimes it's really hard for someone who's single or who's never been in a long-term relationship to get it and they're like oh god just break up with them so if you don't like them that much and it's not that you just want to vent like you're you literally madly love this person you don't want to break up with them but you need to be able to vent your friends so if you are single and you have heard your friends complain about it it's different if your friend is complaining about them being horrible to them if they're like my boyfriend calls me fat and they tell me I can't go out with my friends like you know if they're red It's like no tell them to leave that person but if they're just complaining and being like look it's just getting a bit boring like you know he's not really being romantic with me anymore stuff like that like give them the advice to sit down and talk to the partner be like look talk to them bring it up see what happens like maybe suggest going on a date different things like that is the right advice but don't just jump the gun and be like and I do feel like there is a bit of a shame with relationships as well actually um like sometimes it's really hard to like I remember at the start of me and Jamie first going out it was actually hard everyone thought me and Jamie's relationship was so perfect and it was really hard to be like no we do fight because they're like what you fight like what do you fight about like do you know when you do fight like and it's fucking normal um and I wasn't even gonna make this podcast I'm like people on Instagram were gonna think that me and Jamie are always killing each other we're not we're a fucking normal healthy happy couple and I think it's good that I'm able to talk about this because that's how much I know that we're so strong is that I know that I can talk about this and it's not going to affect us in any way and he's not going to be like why are we talking about that in a podcast because he won't care because he gets it um and the two of us just get each other but yeah mostly people were saying that their single friends don't get it and their single friends would like just leave them so and they'll jump straight to the you need to like you know life is for living you're young dumb and free all this kind of shit um but I will go into that deeper on another podcast I'm actually going to do another one on single friends versus your taken friends and how to approach your relationships and kind of faking it till they make it that way but this podcast has been the longest freaking podcast I think I'll ever record I literally loved talking about it though um I loved how honest and open you were girls honestly like I'm so freaking happy that you're able to give me so much of your thoughts and I hope that my message is coming across clear here I hope no one's going away thinking that I'm saying that I'm sick of my fella, or, or even that I'm saying that me and my fella are perfect and we've got communication down to key, we do not, we do not have communication down to a T, like we don't, we can still get really angry and annoyed at each other and irritated and it's so normal. The key to it though is just understanding that it's normal and it's okay to go through these little patches and it's okay to have all of this kind of stuff going on as long as you can sit back, relax and be like, okay, look, we, I didn't mean if I was saying anything earlier, I'm sorry if I was being a bitch and this, that and the other. And just appreciate and love each other. It's okay to have thoughts about what it would be like if you're if you were single. Because as long as you're thinking at the end of it, but I'm happy I'm not, then that's okay too. Like you know, um, if anyone has listened to this and you never had, you've never heard someone relate like this. I'm happy that I was able to be the one to like talk really about relationships. So there's too many people online that say me and my boyfriend are together and we're so loving each other and we're always together and we love each other and we smell each other's farts. Like there's too many people like that online. And it's false and it makes people chase this like feeling. Like for ages I was like, is there something wrong with me? Like, is there something wrong that I can't even like, I can't stop thinking about like what ifs or um or I don't I'm not always interested in them or sometimes they annoy me like is my boyfriend annoying me too much no like I sat down I was like no Katie like it's freaking normal like people are going to have tips with their partner and they're going to go through these little phases and once you realize that that's the normal and the normal isn't the fake people who are like we're so perfect together everything I agree with everything they say we just get each other like you can get someone and you can still fucking want to take the head off them okay um in a healthy way of course not in a toxic like gaslighting kind of way or anything like that. But anyways, I hope this relates to you and I hope you enjoyed. I'm so sorry that it was so long. I'm sorry if you'd listen to this in two parts, but I had a good time talking about this topic and I hope um you had a good time listening. But I will leave you at that guys because this is so long. Bye and I can't wait to bring on new topics. Please let me know on Instagram what you thought if you're new and you don't know who the hell i am my instagram is at lord keely like the lord our savior above l-o-r-d-k-e-e-l-y and i will talk to you next monday bye